It's time to crack open another excellent nugget. What? That's when we hook you up with a quick homesteading hack. Ah. All right, we're back for another excellent adventure bonus episode with the man himself, Dr. Biggs, Dr. Patrick Biggs of Purina. And we are talking about cold weather. It's starting to get cold outside, okay? And we got to make sure that we prep our coops the right way. And Doc can tell us how. Everybody really wants to make sure that their birds are comfortable when mm-hmm. it's cold out. We get worried about them because, you know, they're family members. They mean a lot to us. We don't want them to get cold. We go outside and we start shivering. We're like, all right, it's cold out here. Mm-hmm. You got to remember those birds, their body temperature is 106 to 108 degrees Fahrenheit. So they're already warmer than we are. Right. Um, and they're wearing a winter coat. Mm-hmm. And they're those feathers. They've got a down insulation coat in there. So, they're pretty well insulated against the weather. Just because we go outside and we're cold and we're freezing doesn't necessarily mean those birds are there. All yeah. actually equipped really well to deal with that cold weather. So mm. one of the biggest concerns I get and questions I get is, you know, do I need to put a heat source out there for the birds? And, and I would really like for you to resist the temptation mm. to put that heater out there for the birds. Um, I know you're cold. Um, they may look chilly, but they're actually pretty comfortable. You know, you're going to watch them, you know, watch them and just, you know, you know what their kind of regular routine is, mm-hmm. what they're pecking around and wandering and digging and things. And, um, you know, just watch them and understand like they're going to be doing those same things, mm-hmm. even when it's cold and windy and, and just gross outside. Um, but if, you know, the things that you can do to prepare your birds, for that cold weather. And, you know, there's really four steps four okay. things to, to really focus on. Um, first is making sure that they always have food. Mm. Um, that's how they're going to stay warm. So they're going to eat the food, digest it. And the process of digesting the food creates body heat. Okay. Um, and so, and then I also want you to resist the temptation to rely on scratch grains or crack corn okay. to generate body heat for those birds because they will generate body heat because that's just the process of digestion mm-hmm. um, and how metabolism works. But those aren't complete feeds. Mm. They, you know, they're, it's not providing all the nutrition that those birds need. Uh, whereas a complete feed is going to provide all of the nutrients that your birds need on a daily basis. So if we're just feeding them cracked corn or scratch grains, it's like eating a bag of potato chips. You know, it's, it's a lot of calories, Mm -hmm. but it's really not going to fill you up and maintain you. Uh, And birds will eat to meet their energy requirements. So if they're eating a high calorie food like cracked corn, Mm -hmm. Um, they're not going to eat a lot of their regular feed. So then eventually they're going to end up in some sort of nutrient deficient situation. So not only are they cold, but now we're also throwing, you know, dietary (laughs) stress on them. (laughs) And so that just kind of piles on. So um, really the best thing you can do for your birds when it comes to feeding them, when it's cold outside is just rely on that complete feed, stop feeding them table scraps, mealworms, you know, scratch grains, all of those things, just feed them their complete feed. Now, secondly, we want to make sure that they always have water. Okay. Um, and that water can't be frozen. It mm-hmm. needs to stay in a form that they can drink it. Uh, because if they're not drinking water, then they're not going to eat. And if they're not eating, they're not generating that body heat. And, you know, in the really cold temperatures, you know, it could be a, a matter of hours without water that they end up okay. um, in a bad situation. Right. Yeah. Now you got chicken popsicles instead of <laughs> right. your regular chicken. Yeah. I understand. And, yeah. So uh, making sure that your waters are 
thawed. Uh, you know, you've got heating options you can look at for doing that. Um, again, if you're doing that, just make sure whatever electrical setup you've got going out there to them um, is, is safe because, you know, there's electrocution with right. water and that's, you know, your birds and you, your children or mm -hmm. whoever is caring for those birds. That's, you know, just make sure that that's safe. So plenty of food, plenty of water. You know, those are key things. Uh, the next big thing is keeping them out of the wind as much as possible. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people will put up tarps around the runs mm -hmm. uh, to kind of cut down on the wind. It doesn't need to cover the entire run. Uh, you know, maybe it's two out of three sides or if it's four sides, you know, you don't need to close all of it. But put up a tarp that's going to be on the side that's predominantly the wind is predominantly coming at. Okay. And then focus on getting that tarp down to the ground because your birds are on the ground level. So, um, you know, if you've got airflow over the top of the birds it's not as bad but if you know the birds right down there on the floor we want that wind cut down as much as possible okay so keeping them out of the wind is is important and then that tarp's also going to help you kind of with you know the last step in that is keeping it as dry as possible because mm. uh, if it's snow ice sleet whatever rain uh that tarp's going to help keep that area dry and, and then that's you know the last thing is keeping the coop and the run area as dry as possible um, you know, we don't want standing water. We don't want water accumulating on perches in places where the birds sit or stand because that leads to frostbite. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in the coop area where those birds are, <clears throat> um, you know, hopefully you've got, maybe you got some ventilation in there so that you can open it up. We don't want it closed off completely. We still need to get some air moving through there, uh, because as those birds sit inside the coop and, um, breathe, mm -hmm. um, they go to the bathroom. There's a lot of moisture that's generated in mm -hmm. there. So we need to replace, take out that humid air that's in the coop and replace it with dry air. Uh, so if you see that there's water accumulating like on the walls or the windows inside the coop, then you need to get a little more ventilation in there uh, to remove that moisture out of there. Because again, that's going to lead to uh, frostbite with your animals. So plenty of food, plenty of water, Keep the wind as low as possible, you know, provide as much windbreak as possible and keep the area as dry as possible. There we so go. Four key steps to keeping those birds warm and comfortable when it does get cold out there. Okay. Four steps to not have frozen chicken. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Excellent Adventures powered by Blackyard Chickens. Now, if you think you want to raise your own backyard flock, here's the site for you. Blackyardchickens.com. We make entertaining videos about raising baby chicks from scratch. You know what I mean by from scratch, right? Or maybe you want to learn how to take care of your own big chickens or hens and get those fresh eggs. Building a coop or buying a coop, having the necessary things inside that coop to get great egg production. You'll learn a lot of the neat tricks I've picked up along the way from other chicken enthusiasts. And you can get pretty eggs just like those. So follow us on social media and check us out on our YouTube channel. Bye.